fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Jesus was involved in all kinds of miracles. Was involved in miracle of protection. Remember when they were on the sea, there was a storm. He gave protection to his disciples. He was involved in the miracles of healing, deliverance, all types of miracles. But he was also involved in the miracle of provision. We saw him providing for the multitude, providing for his disciples. Welcome to Fresh Word. Let's talk about miracles of provision today. Can be financial miracles, can be supply miracle, God intervening to provide. God can intervene to protect. God can intervene to preserve. But God can also intervene to provide for his people. Remember Abraham on that mountain when he offered his son, he said that Lord will provide Jehovah Jireh. So it is the nature of our Heavenly Father to provide for his children and his people. So let's see how to experience what I call miracles of provision or financial miracles. We, the followers of Jesus, we must be at least be content that we have a master, we have a Lord who knows how to take us through life. And for that miracle of provision, I would like us to go to a particular place in the Bible and explore how we can be open to receive and how we can tap into the miracle power of God. Now, something must be clear very from the very start. As Christians, we are not just left to ourselves looking for one formula somewhere that will make everything work out in a minute. For us Christians, we are not just stumbling around looking for help here and there. Let's get this very clear. People in the world, they can be looking for different, different ways to get things done. But for us, as Christians, how do we assess the power of God? Listen to this. Let's go to chapter 1, 1 Corinthians, verse 22. It says this, For Jews request a sign, a miraculous power, a miraculous sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block, and to the Greeks, foolishness. See, the Jews are looking for miraculous proof. And the Greeks, the rest of the world, they are looking for wisdom, formula that will solve all their problems. But verse 24 says, chapter 1, first Corinthians 24, but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, that's us, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. So, for us who are Christians, who are Christ followers, who are called as his people, Christ is the power of God. Christ is the wisdom of God. Christ is the ability of God to do things in our life. And Christ is the wisdom, the way of God to make it happen. So, don't forget that. For us, we trust that God has come in the person of Christ to deliver, to save, and to help us out in life. So let's talk about Christ. If you are going to see miracles of provision, there's no formula to it. Christ is the answer. If you're going to see financial miracle, there's no secret power somewhere. 
Christ is our secret power. Let's see how we can assess that. How do we assess the power and the wisdom of God in Christ Jesus for miracles of provision, for financial miracles? Look at chapter 5, the book of Luke. We're just going to read and then we'll see the moves that you can make and the Lord will make along with you so that you can experience miracles of provision. Listen to this, verse 1. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. And he saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Do you notice that Jesus was just out there to speak and people were pressing upon him to hear the word of God? That is the environment. And they were by the seaside. And then Jesus, while the crowds were Merely around him, he saw these two boats. And fishermen had gone out there washing their net. They got to one of the boats, verse 3, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Interesting. Because of the large crowd, Jesus wanted to be in a boat to speak from. So he saw one of the boats, and that belonged to Simon. And he asked him to put it out so that he could get inside the boat and move on the water while he would be speaking. So Peter was like kind of rowing the boat while Jesus was moving up and down talking to the people. Now, verse 4 says, Luke 5, verse 4, When Jesus had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will lay down the net. Now, I think we got hold of this story right now. The story began before Jesus got to the seesaw. Peter and his team were fishing all through the night before that day when Jesus showed up there. And they fished all night. They didn't catch any fish. Interesting. It was a bad night as per fishing business. What did they do? What did they do? They just had washing their nets. And here came Jesus strolling in and borrowing their boat to use. When he finished using the boat, he said to Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. Now, you don't catch fish during the day. In the night, you catch the fish. If you should catch fish. So, so Peter said, Lord, it's night we've toiled. We didn't catch anything. But he said, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Let's see some things about moves, moves. You see, Jesus came there preaching and teaching the word of God. Peter was already a failure. He couldn't catch any fish. And Jesus asked Peter to use his boat to preach from and teach from. And when Jesus finished using his boat, Jesus turned to him and said, Take that same boat, take your net." Go back to the sea and have a catch. Did you see the move? The first move was to hear the word of God. The second move that you noticed over there was that these people were washing their net. And Jesus took the next move and said, took the next move and said, let me use your boat for preaching. And when he finished, he said, they should take another move. And they were a little bit hesitant, but finally they said, at your word. I will lay down the net. Verse 6 says this, And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. 
So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I'm a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid from now on, you'll be catching men. So when they had brought their boat to land, they forsook all and followed him. I want you to see something in this story, which is very enlightening about miracle of provision. See, look at the beginning of failure. They, they did all they could overnight. They couldn't catch any fish. And that will happen to any of us too. Things may not always work out. It may just not just work out. And that moment, that's when you need divine intervention to step in and make available for you some things you will need. When no man and no circumstance can do it, you will require God's intervention. And then Peter didn't just look around for the divine intervention. He sat where Jesus was teaching. He sat where Jesus was teaching. In this same Luke 5, if you look at verse 16, let's just read downward. This verse 17 rather. Luke 5, 17 says this. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the law was present to heal them. You see, while Jesus was teaching, the power of the law was present to heal them. So the power of Jesus manifests when he's teaching the word of God. Remember at the beginning of that Luke theme, Luke chapter 5, it says verse 1. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God. The crowds have come to know that when Jesus was speaking, the power of God will be present. They've seen that. So you have to get the atmosphere of the word of God, where the word of God is being spoken, being taught, being preached. And as you hear the word of God, a transformation will begin to take place inside of you and around you. That's what happened to Peter. Peter sat in the same boat that he had fished with all night, couldn't catch any fish. He sat with Jesus, listening to the word of God. And when he finished listening to the word of God, Jesus went directly to him and told him what to do about the situation. See, many of us want to hear what Christ will ask us to do in our situation. But we don't first of all listen to him, to his teaching, to his preaching. You see, you just can't hear a specific word until you hear the general word first. So the first thing you should do, the first move, if you want to see financial miracle, you want to see miracle of provision, get into the atmosphere of the word of God. Just listen, just hear it. Just hear the word of God being taught and being preached. And as you listen there, a time will come that the Spirit of God will take that word and make it specific for you and give you specific direction what to do next. And Jesus told them what to do next. Launch out into the deep. You will have an idea. You will see. You will hear what to do next. But as long as you just worry and go up and down and just lament, you will not see God move. You will not see medical provision. But when you spend time in the atmosphere of the Word of God and you listen to the Word of God and just relax, and let him sort you out with his word. You know, remember, obviously in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Nothing happened without the word of God. So sit down with that word and listen to the word of God. And then the word of God will pinpoint your issue and give you direction for that provision to take place. And when Peter acted on that direction, or that specific word from the Lord, you know, that's, I'm going to say it again, the specific word didn't come first. What came first was the teaching of Jesus. 
then followed by a specific word. And after Jesus spoke to him, he acted accordingly. There was such a large number of fish, their boat began to sink, their net was dying. And what happened next? Peter came and fell down and said, Lord, I'm a sinful man. Because they were shocked. And God wants to shock you too with the abundance of what he will give you. Let me close like this. Notice something. When they had the fish, they saw everything and they left the fish and followed Jesus. Now, this is vitally important. If you are going to see God move next, you have to not back and stop there. You have to keep on working with Jesus. You must keep on following Jesus. You must just forsake all and follow him. You, ju you just can't stay with the miracles forever and don't do anything else. You will not see for that miracles if you don't follow Jesus for that. So let's get involved with Jesus. Let's walk with Jesus. And then you can see the next one. Some of you over here, it has been tough for you lately because you have not been following the Lord well. So get back to following the master. Get back to tracking the Lord in your life and become serious with him. Be at the place of his word, teaching and preaching. And then he will give you a specific word to change your life for the better. Thank you for listening today. This is how to experience miracle of provision financial miracles from the Lord. Thank you for listening.